You're listening to episode number six of the Wellness Real Estate Podcast. And today we have environmental wellness expert Michelle Ifferson from Designwell Studios with us on the show. She's talking to us about environmental wellness and what it means in our built environment. And today we're going to talk specifically about preventative measures that we can take to maintain a healthy home. She has had some sick clients um, with sick building syndrome, so it's definitely no joke. And as a real estate agent, When you have a better understanding of the impact that our surrounding environment has on our mental health and physical health, you will be able to help others at a deeper level. Having a network of green service providers is so important as a wellness agent, and Michelle Ifferson can be that resource for you. She's an environmental wellness designer and consultant who specializes in biophilic interior design and sustainable landscape design. Holistic designers like Michelle who truly look at all the factors that go into a healthy home environment, including sustainability, psychology, safety, and physical wellness are defining the future of wellness living. So if you're curious to know some great tips you can share with your audience that can help them understand uh, that you are looking out for them in lots of different ways, you're going to want to take notes on this episode. So let's grow. Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Podcast, where we explore a unique strategy no one is talking about that will enable you to engage more people with authentic conversations about your business more often. And it's called Wellness Real Estate. Not sure what that is or how it can help you as an agent? Well, that's what this podcast is all about. In fact, Wellness Real Estate is growing so rapidly that it is projected to be nearly $870 billion by 2027. I'm Sheila Alston, and I'm your host. I'm also the founder of Healthy Home Media, where I help agents all over the country leverage this new trend in the industry to spark new conversations that will get people to listen to you and notice your brand. So if you're tired of spinning your wheels without any leads or sales to show for it, then stay tuned. I guarantee this podcast is not like any you've heard before. Welcome to the Wellness Real Estate Podcast. Well, welcome, Michelle. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for having me, Sheila. Yeah, thank you for being on the podcast. I just shared with the audience a little bit about you, but I really would love to just hear your side of it. Like, how did you get started in this industry? So, um, it's been a it's been a path, but um, it's I love science, I love nature, I love design. So, those three things I've been searching to kind of weave together, mm-hmm. and throughout the years. Um, I started out as a designer, doing interiors, doing graphic design, um, doing landscape design, and then um, got into more science by building biology and doing environmental testing for homes. Um, And then um, uh, nature part, Um, I'm like, what's the other part? Um, I'm a photographer and an artist. And so I I photograph, nature and macro perspectives and create art. And my mom actually is my business partner. And we do that together to help create, simulate indirect biophilic design. And we can talk about that more later. Yeah. I feel like there's so many different services that you provide that we could have a show on each of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just want people to be introduced to an environmental wellness or what your take on that means and how, um, how that applies to the, you know, the home environment. And also, I know that um, this issue, or today's episode, we really want to focus on preventative care and the maintenance of the home and how um, homeowners and real estate agents, you know, can help each other, or real estate agents can help the homeowners and homeowners really just need to take care of their homes or 
disastrous things can happen, right? Right. Right. I really want to be that um, that concierge service for. I love that word. So, <laughs> posh. Um, no, for real. Um, for real estate agents because they have so much stuff on their plate, and there's a lot of elements to, in the in the in the workplace and the industry to to, to consider for each listing. Um, so, but things to to look for for when they are either going to be investing in a property or looking to list for a property or give their clients information on how to maintain their home above normal inspections. Cause we're just not taught how to maintain our homes. Like this should really be a course in high school on how to maintain your home. They had to say, you know, here's your body, but then like you're off in the world. Like my kid, I just took to call it took him to college. Right. And I'm, my, his dad and I were moving him in and I went to go get a broom at the lounge. Uh-huh. Um, and it's totally smelled like mold and mildew. And I'm like, and I had carpet. It was kind of in a cl- darker area. So I contacted facilities and housing and, the, and I'm going to be on a Google meet right after this podcast <laughs> to help <laughs> mitigate their, their place. They're going to be testing it with environmental health, um, agency and, um, not agency, but uh, doing testing there. And then, um, I'm going to help them with mitigation steps. But, you know, I told him I, I've raised my kid for 18 years in a healthy environment. There's no way I want to put him in an environment, even though it is a dorm, there's things that you can do even in a dorm to uh-huh. keep your, your, keep your body healthy. So well, I um, understand what can go wrong. And I know that like mold can be kind of like a dirty word for people. They don't want to hear about it, but they can also kind of ignore it. And what can happen if they ignore it? So if you ignore it, so even, even our county in Portland, Multnomah County says just treat with bleach. So no, if you treat with bleach, it actually helps mold grow because it really? is water-based. Um, so mold should be taken very, very seriously. A lot of real estate agents don't take it seriously enough. Um, I am a victim of, I hate that word victim, but you know, I've been, I've had mold exposure from just a leak in a skylight in my, in my studio where I lived in San Francisco years and years ago. The landlord gave me a little charcoal thing to put in the closet and I had, I was losing my hair. I developed anxiety. Um, I did not put two and two together. My, my boyfriend at the time, they thought he had mono. It was com- now that I look back at it and I've learned about all these things, total mold related situations. Mold will not go away. Um, you, it should be outside. And even the maintenance people up in Northwest in Washington, where my son goes to school, um, they're like, oh, mold's everywhere. It's the Pacific Northwest. I'm like, yes. It should be outside, not inside. In an air test, we test both outside and we test both inside. You have to do that because it changes every day, right? But if the mold inside is higher than outside, you have a problem. Mm. And it needs to be figured out ventilation, filtration, humidity levels, air quality, fresh air vents, and things like that. So there's a lot of solutions for a lot of situations, but as a homeowner, as a real estate agent for your clients, it's really important to, to give them access to the tools to have them have a successful, healthy home. And, you know, I work with clients um, when it's almost too late, mm-hmm. when they're very sick and they're trying to figure, and then trying to even have a healthy home to get better. 
right? So they're slowly detoxing, but they're kind of in an environment that's not great. So I want people to like, especially if somebody's just getting married and they're getting into their new house for the first time, right? Or, um, or they're just, they're relocating from one area to the next. And they're super excited to start their life or somebody gets divorced and they need to, you know, start their life over or whatever. I mean, our home should be wonderful. Yeah. Or they're bringing a new baby home. Think about our that. new baby. Exactly. That's that's why I started my company. Because when we're, we're focused on a little baby being instead of ourselves, like we become much more hyper aware of their needs and their, I believe they are, they're born to help us. Yeah. So, well, so um, before you talk more about like how to maintain, maybe just you, you touched on it a little bit that you, people come to you because they're having problems and they just don't know what has happened. So maybe you can just elaborate a little bit more on, or share a story of, um, you know, a typical client that you have that's had something health issue related, but they find out it's because of toxins in their home. Yeah. So one of the main things people come to me for is they go away and they feel great and they come back and they don't feel good. And so they're tuning in, especially with COVID, uh -huh. that they're now working at home more. And they're like, ooh, I'm not feeling so good. And I, I think it's something to do with my home, but I don't know what it is. Uh -huh. A lot of people remodel. So they've been during the pandemic, they're working, but they're spending more time at home. The, a lot of it is coming from new flooring. Mm -hmm. A lot of it's coming from new flooring. So the luxury vinyl tile, it's cheap. It's um, sometimes it's not cheap. Um, it's wood-like, it's easy to clean. Not all of it's bad, but it depends on the adhesive. If people are using just um, uh, regular adhesive, normally that's got a lot of formaldehyde in it, and that could off-gas for about 15 years. So people come to me. I've got a family up in Vancouver, Washington, that is a baby has a baby on the way, and it's their, their first starter home, and um, wonderful, wonderful family. And uh, I just did. Uh, mold spore testing and uh, a lot of times people just think it's mold. They're like that, that smell, I think it's mold when in fact it's chemicals. So it's really good to cover both, both angles. And so it came out, I just got the test results today. It's, it's moderate in mold, but super high in formaldehyde and chemicals. And so if the house is not breathing properly, mm -hmm. And there's not enough ventilation or filtration. And then you add on top of it, new flooring, and then you seal it up tight. Yeah. It creates, and then you paint it with not with regular paint. Um, it just creates this environment that's really, really tough to, on your body to handle. I feel like that's called, I've heard of it called- um, Big building syndrome. Building syndrome, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So people are creating an environment where it's more toxic inside than it is out and they're getting yeah. sick. Yeah, and then so he wanted to um, work out in his in his garage. There's no windows, mm -hmm. and the, everybody uses those 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 rubber mats, vinyl mats, and those will off gas for years. He had them for two years, and then he just had them sitting in there, and it was so pungent I couldn't even be in there. And yeah. so you don't want to work out in a place where you're breathing. Yeah. This, this petroleum stuff, and and I don't live in a bubble by any means. Like I. You know, I've got my fresh, my windows open. I've got an air purifier, but like, you know, no, I don't want people to think that you have to live in a bubble. 
Um, I don't want people to think that they live in fear or have to live in fear. Mm -hmm. There's pretty much a solution for everything. On in October 1st in Oregon, um, every new building has to have fresh air intake. So it's called an HRV, heat recovery ventilation. And I'm going to start, um, I'm just now become a distributor for, it's called heat recovery ventilation systems. And so it's an exhaust fan and, and an uh, in, um, intake fan. Uh -huh. So it's, it constantly exchanges the air and, and um, heats it up. So even in the wintertime, it doesn't um, get cold air. Well, right, because if you have an old house and really you relied on opening the windows as your cross ventilation, and then it works. We it works with your system. You just put your fan your fan on, and or there if you have a ductless system, um, no vents or ducts. Um, we there's there's systems for that as well. Well, so there's a way to fix like this problem that you just brought up. The family with the new baby, they just put in new flooring. Um, so there's things that they can do to seal off the off gas. Right. So my prescription, I haven't even discussed it with them yet. So they schedule a consultation with me to go over the lab reports, right? That's free. Um, it's something like he didn't want to have a consultation first. So he just wanted to test because the baby's on the way, right? He's like, yeah. but oftentimes people, they'll schedule a consultation with me first and they'll, we'll go over bodies and buildings, environmental wellness questionnaire, and I'll be able to uncover what needs to be tested and then we'll do a virtual walkthrough mm -hmm. and it'll be like a really strategic plan i'm doing this with a family in new york tomorrow actually okay. friday i think um and uh so for this client in washington um you know i'm going to see what chemicals are on the list mm -hmm. um i actually briefly looked at it before our call our podcast and um, a lot of it's gasoline related mm -hmm. so I want to know if that's coming from the neighbors. I want to know if that's coming from outside source. I want to know what, if it's coming from something they're storing mm -hmm. in their house um, or if it's um, their gas stove that's not vented properly. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be gasoline. It would be um, other, other chemicals, gas. But um, I help determine the source and the root cause where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. And then, um, the formaldehyde's really high. They've got that luxury vinyl tile flooring all over the place. And so there's some products that we recommend that may or may not work to sand and seal the floors to suppress the off-gassing. So, so they yeah. don't have to rip out the whole brand new floors that they just put in. They may or may not um, need to do that. So what we do is we do a test first to see if that particular flooring mm -hmm. can be sanded because a lot of the times it's got that plastic coating over it yeah and so oftentimes that won't work it'll just it won't it won't have anything porous to stick to so we'd have to do a test to see if that would work so there's no like one size fit all yeah. remediation situation so there's a lot of like you know generic or like things to look for but most of it's kind of customizable. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, it's such a bummer though, that people are even allowed to sell such toxic things. So yeah, I'm going to actually work with, um, with Arlene Blum from the green science policy Institute. She was the one with Senator Lautenberg that got rid of all fire retardants in all furnishings, mm -hmm. furniture and mattresses. 
Uh -huh. um, and I'm going to be talking to her about formaldehyde and flooring. Um, that is my next, my next goal. Yeah, um, because like I know in California, there's a whole bunch of stricter yeah. rules. Yeah. A lot of products like the carpet and stuff that we can buy don't have a lot of DOCs in them. So, and flooring, which is because they can't, they won't sell them in California, which is great. It, it just also takes, you know, it could be the, the, the carpeting could be fine or the flooring could be fine, but then the contractor uses that adhesive. Right. It, it squirts it all over the place. So and then even on, on the baseboard or in the cabinetry <laughs> or like yeah. wherever. And you just, with the building industry, I can't stress enough for the real estate agents to talk to the contractors if they're available and they have them in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Say, please stop using products with formaldehyde. Yes. Um, they will off gas for 15 years. Yeah. And if you're gonna seal your house, make sure you have an HRV unit attached to your house. Yeah. And to call me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, that is very true because I think um, it's, it's great if you're a real estate agent, even if you're a homeowner, if you just have access to, you know, a builder, access to some of these subcontractors. And usually a lot of, you know, top real estate agents will have a whole list of like people that can help their clients. So they have yes. their vendors they like to use. So I talk with Elisa, uh, Alyssa and Neil um, Collins from Latitude Realty, who we were introduced from. Yep. Um, and they talk about tribes, mm -hmm. right? And so what I would love to do is work with each real estate agent's agent and educate them on what language to talk about and what items to talk about to their tribe, mm -hmm. to their inspector. I have the well lab test kits that they can offer their inspectors so they can offer that to their clients to test for VOCs. Mm -hmm. It's just really good to know what's in your environment and then work with us on how to fix it and then work with your tribe, like your contractor, your handyman, your plumber, your electrician to work with our team to help mitigate and remedy safely. Mm -hmm. So, but they're all like speaking the same language. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we have to change the way we're talking. And it's, it's, it's really about, and we've talked about this before, it's not so much building code anymore. Yes, that's important for safety uh -huh. um, and energy efficiency. Well, that's a different, that's a totally different angle um, or different column, but it's human code uh -huh. is what we're really after. And that's the real estate wellness or wellness real estate that, that I'm, that's why I'm, I'm working with you so much on this. Well, right, because I see wellness, I mean, wellness real estate is already a $134 billion industry, but I think the majority of it has been developers who've been trying to create communities that are more centered from the design of it, not just about the bottom line and how they can get the most homes in there to make the most money, but how can they create a community that is centered on the well-being of the residents? So they have programs, they have centered, you know, many of them are called agrihoods and they center them around the farm and they have... Um, they build the homes, you know, like you're saying, they build a healthy home and they put energy efficient features in there, but they also just, they have sidewalks and trails and they just build an environment that's supportive of being healthy, which I think is- Like Serenaby, right? Yeah, Serenaby, yeah. And um, I just think it's the wave of the future because don't we all want to be healthy? <laughs> yeah, and then like just access to a little bit of uh, greenery or mm -hmm. to have a veggie garden and who cares what you grow? It's just yeah. getting your hands in some dirt 
actually acts like an antidepressant. Those microbes in the microorganisms in the dirt actually act like an antidepressant. Do you, you know, have you ever met an angry person on the, on the trails hiking? <laughs> We're all like, peace, love, enjoy yeah. the day. Woo. You know? An angry conversation while they're running or, you know, or something no. like that. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Yeah. Everybody's happy. They're listening to their tunes. They're, they're like completely yeah. in the zone. Yeah, no. So we want to create that feeling inside because we spend so much freaking time inside right yeah, yeah. and um let's just make it pretty i'm actually going to do be doing a really cool project um with some local vendors here um i've been wanting to do this for a really long time so i'm taking some shell some some rooms in my home uh -huh. and i'm going to be um styling designing and staging them with cool products and solutions and i indoor air quality solutions um and then those are those um, those rooms per se? They're going to be like a, a, you know a, a baby's room, a nursery, um, a, a senior living home, uh -huh. regular family home, uh, a, a kid's dorm, uh, all the different scenarios, right? Uh -huh. um, and then all of those products are going to be at, for sale, so people can purchase those, like mattresses, right. furniture, things like that, and all of the products. So that's we're going to be working on that in the new year. I love that. Okay, so back to what we originally were going to talk about, where you said you are really focusing on preventative care for homeowners. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, um, we, we talked about this before we hit play, yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, record, but uh, it's, it's home maintenance is not talked about. Uh, it's not taught. It's sort of like you make it up as you go along. There is no real manual. Like there are some books there, but they're they're hard, they're tough to follow. They're 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 very thick and 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 super boring. Um, but well, and I think that the top tips most people share are just you know clean out your gutters, um, change your culture, and you know. Check so you tell, you tell me, what, what do you think? Are the, the <laughs> I, mean, I guess, that? right, like, I'm not the expert either. I'm still learning myself. But I think just right off the top of my head, if I, if I think about, you know, the seasonal, you know, it's fall, there's some maintenance things you should do on your house. And it's always like, clean out your gutters, because there's going to be tons of leaves. Yeah. And um, check your, yeah, check your windows for humidity. And maybe there's, maybe you've got drafty windows or something. Um, look in areas for mold and what was the other one change your air filter yeah did I hit all of them I'm sure I didn't <laughs> oh a few yeah no definitely those are really good um but yeah it's it's like maintenance is not taught to anybody and I, mm -hmm. I think it'd be so cool if we could get get the get the plant that seed mm -hmm. early on um with like high school or college like have a have a class that's required like this is how you maintain your home well, um, it'd be interesting. You could create a little mini course and have it for all of your oh, realtor to. friends to, yeah. you know, your network of realtors to share with their um, people. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's happening. That's a good idea. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, so maintenance. Yeah, people aren't taught this, right? Uh -huh. And you're just like, they're, and you're, everybody's working. Everybody's got a family. Everybody's got, got their focus on all these other things. And so with technology, you know, having reminders is really important. And also knowing what to buy and where to buy it and when to change it. 
That's the most important thing. And then also what to look for. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously Windows is huge. Um, we're doing that right now. We put in some really nice screens. We've got cats and they've kind of just um, dissolved <laughs> a couple of screens. So we're replacing those with cat um, proof screens. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> so like, oh, hey, there's a cat proof screen. Well, shit. Oh, sorry. But that's great. Um, so that's being done. But what, when our contractor was doing that, um, I, he took off the window and I'm like, oh my, there's some, some mold that was way deep inside there and dirt and whatnot. Yeah. So I just took some Benefect, which is time oil. It's non-toxic. And I squirted that all around, around there. And it actually helps, it's antimicrobial, helps kill mold all around there. My hands actually smell like time oil now. Um, and clean that. So that's, that's something that you wouldn't do every season. That would be something that you'd do like every year. Yeah. Um, let's, what else? Uh, definitely changing your filters, your, your, your return vents. I, I have tested so many people's homes for mold and their, their return vent dust and grime is yay thick on each side. Yeah. And if you set your reminders, like tell your clients, like definitely set your reminders. That's super, super important. Also get a little humidity, um, humidity tester. Right. Um, that's really, really good. They're super cheap. It's a temperature and humidity, relative humidity. And if it's between 35 and 50, that's a really good range. But if it's starting to get higher, you're going to need to find out why that is and then talk to a professional like an environmental wellness or indoor air quality professional, HVAC person, to help um, get that lowered or get a de dehumidifier. I think people mostly have that mindset like if it's not broke, then don't fix it. But really, you there if you just set reminders to maintain some of these things, then they're not going to become an issue. Yeah, and you're water filters. like, let's just your HVAC system. If you're not cleaning that filter, it's working harder to yeah. produce the same amount of energy. And yeah. so you're probably spending more and you're overworking the system. It's not going to last as long. Um, so how long, you know, what is the, is, what is the life of a HVAC unit? When should people, really think about switching those things out because they don't the last forever. Uh, <laughs> I, I put a timer for, um, and it depends on how much they're being used. Like if you've got a central AC unit, then, and, and then you, know, you live in a colder climate, you run your furnace more often. Like uh -huh. it depends. Like in, when I lived in California, like we never used the furnace hardly ever. Yeah. And um, we didn't have AC. We just took the windows of Santa Barbara. It was kind of like 72 all the time. So yeah. in Hawaii, same deal. But um, so like for, if you're running your, your systems pretty well, um, definitely I recommend every quarter just, or take a look, just change every quarter, the, just, yeah. yeah, change the return. But the system may or may not last what, 10 or 15 years. And then you really should replace the whole system. Have work with a professional and have yeah. them take a look at it. Yeah. And then another one, really good one is too, is, is getting your ducts sealed in for mm -hmm. your furnace. Um, because, and then if you're like our furnace is in our attic and you want to make sure that that's sealed because if anything up there is, is not good, the air is not good. It's going to come in through the ducts and come in and blow all into the environment. And same with the crawl space. If you have got a crawl space. Uh, too. The last listing I just sold, actually, the inspector went up there and noticed that the, um, ducts had holes in them up in the attic. So basically the homeowner was paying to cool down the attic because so much air was being lost up there. 
Right, but then also that air from the attic, which is not awesome all the time. It could be infested with some, you know, insects, rats, mm -hmm. stuff, and, you know, old dirty insulation and whatnot. That's coming into the airflow as well. And if they're not changing their filters, they're going to be breathing that. Right. Mm. Air quality is just really important. Um, and then, so just if you're on a schedule, and I'll have, I'll have some tips that I'll be able to share on my website. That's coming soon. Um, I'll, I'll put something together in the next couple of weeks um, so people can, um, they can sign up to get a free um, tip sheet from me um, on things to look for this fall. Okay, then I'll put the link um, in the show notes so people can access that. That's great. And also for people who don't know that you uh, you write almost every single month in the magazine that I do, Wellness Real Estate. for this month because it's been so busy. That's okay. That's okay. You've written so many awesome articles. So just reading your articles are always, they're full of, you know, tips and helpful information so that people can live um, in a healthier home environment, which is great. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I just... You know, for me, it's, it's been a journey. Um, it's also innate because I'm so gravitated towards nature. I mean, it really started for me that awareness when I was living with my, um, at my, with my uncle, our family, it had a huge property and we lived in the back in another house and, um, just, he had every single fruit tree known to man in Santa Barbara Hills and Riviera. And it was just, it was incredible. Like we, we talked about this on the, um, when we did the real estate wellness, real estate, um, seminar. Not a seminar, but the uh, summit, summit. <laughs> um, summit conference seminar. You got yeah. it all, um, and it just—it was just awesome to be able to 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 live in a place with a view. I was really lucky, and to be able to walk outside and you know pick some like pomegranate and a persimmon and an avocado and like yeah. And then we go to Hawaii, and my husband's uh, where he grew up in Honolulu, and it's mangoes and uh, papayas and that's so pineapples well you don't pick those because those are very wicked um but uh the access having access to to nature um is really really great and if you don't have it like if you're living in a, an apartment in new york um you can you can create an environment with lighting with color manaz is wonderful resource for that um and um plants mm -hmm. um or you bring nature inside so that's inside. the biophilic design you're talking about that you do right yes exactly so we'll have to have a whole episode on that um because that's really incredible that we can just do some simple things to bring some nature in and feel better in our homes absolutely and then you know if anybody's not feeling um well they're they're struggling with an environmental illness or an autoimmune disease or if, if they're just senior housing um not talking about college talking about elders um there's there's just small things you can do to really create that i don't know positive healthy environment for for them to they don't even have to think about it it's already in place and just like the color of the wall, adding this little plant in the background or bringing in some wood elements, like some feng shui light yeah. things, um, subconsciously can really do a lot. And, and it's completely no big deal. It's very low cost. Um, it's just conscious design. And um, it's really beneficial for people's well-being. Nobody yeah. wants to work 
or live in a place with fluorescent lights with um with no views of any nature zero plant life um no good air no, you know terrible air quality like you can't thrive in an environment yeah and complete like hospital white walls everywhere <laughs> yeah i mean i actually i need to contact this lady i've got her card somewhere it's right here um i went to tour a a nursing home for my mother-in-law who has dementia and uh her place that she's at could no longer care for her and so my husband and i went to go tour a nursing home and i just i had tears in my eyes for like ten thousand dollars a month these people had zero it looked like a bomb went off and it was in a third world country if this is an this is an expose i want to talk about this just for two minutes mm -hmm. that elders people it's they're 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 not thought about and i know if the people they i don't even know if they realize this but they the care is so subpar it's frightening there's no positive environment for these people to even thrive. I'm like, I would never put my mother-in-law, I would never put my worst enemy into this environment. They had just complete dirt in the front. Think paint was coming off the columns. Mortar was just shoved into the, the bricks. And then inside it was just this flickering fluorescent lights and dark hallways. And there was three, two or three hospital beds to one room with people with no room to move around and just a television room. And that was not the memory care. That was the normal spot. Oh, wow. And the backyard was just a concrete flat in the sun, no vegetation, just dead grass and dead plants. And I was just like, how can you let people live here and charge them money? Not even talking about the food, but, um, I may get them as a client to re redesign their exterior and their interior for these poor people. Right. I mean, the staff has got to be hating life too. I'm like, who's going to be inspired to come to work there? Right. You know I mean? It's both for staff and for residents. Right. And for families who come and visit. It's like well, for everyone. And so. how are those people supposed to get better or have a good quality of life? They don't. They That's just milk them and keep them sedated on antipsychotic medicines that they oh, don't even need. Yeah. Sorry, this is kind of dired and wasn't planning on talking. <laughs> um, but it back to the environments, you know, it's, it's a pre coffin basically. And they milk people for all the money that they have left until Medicaid kicks in. This is a reality. It's a, it's an absolute reality. And so right now my mother-in-law is with us in our home until I actually found with a care coordinator, a home that is with five people maximum, this Filipino wonderful couple who has years of experience with elders and her mother actually has years of experience too. So she grew up and has all that experience. It's a beautiful, clean, loving, home with all the amenities for half the price wow beautiful landscape views of nature um, they take them on outings it's like they're people yeah <laughs> imagine so but i wanted i toured it yesterday and i'm like i i want to you know 
create her room and make it beautiful. We're going to plant some trees out her windows so she can look at that mm -hmm. and, you know, help them with their backyard and, and whatnot. They don't know this yet. I'm going to pitch this on Friday. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I just, I want the best for everyone. You know, I want, I don't, I think people just, they're so busy that they don't recognize like, or realize like, the thing that they're the window that they're staring out at every day or hopefully they have a window um and they can fix that view mm -hmm. or they can put something on their desk to to bring that view in closer or to to change that view mm -hmm. um it's like it's like a you know design perspective really right gosh i think we've talked about so many things um we can really dive deep into any of them but did we cover everything for the um preventative care because i have written down windows air filters and ducts. Is there anything else? Um, so preventative care. Yeah. So the, a huge one is your electrical panel and smart meter. Hmm. Um, that location needs to be, people need to be aware of that. That never should be in the area where you're sleeping or sitting or spending a lot of time ever. Okay. If it is, it needs to be changed. It's not super costly. It's worth it. And, um, or change your bed or change your area so you're well within like 10 feet, 15 feet away from it. From the electrical panel, the source panel. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah. And then taking a look at the garage. What's that? Not always. They're not always in the garage. Oh no. Um, I did a brand new house where it was attached to the side of the house, right on the other side of the master bedroom uh -huh. and going down um, the living room floor. And I think it was above the garage. I was their bedroom was above the garage, but these people, they lived there for two weeks and they had headaches and insomnia. And then I'm like, Oh, well, Pay attention to what's on the other side of your wall. Yeah. When you're sleeping. Oftentimes people have their refrigerators on the other side. Those are very high in magnetic fields. If I could just say, just become aware of your environment. Just mm -hmm. become more aware of the air you breathe, all your devices. Never put your router anywhere near you. Your your wireless yeah. router. Yeah. Our bodies aren't meant for all of this, this, uh, I don't know. Interference all the time, like so much of it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you can still live in a modern world. Um, but yet become more aware of the things, um, just around you, like, especially your sleeping quarters, you know, it's like, that's, that's really important. I say quarters. That's weird. Uh, your sleeping area. Yeah. <laughs> what are you like 1900s? <laughs> Anyway, so I hope I, I shared some good information with you guys today. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's lots more. Uh, this is sort of the tip. The main thing is, or this, the, you know, the start um, of this, this series with you, I'd love to be able to talk more in detail about certain specific things. But, um, you know, I'm happy to help be a source for real estate agents on what to look for and creating a maintenance um, plan for their clients and for themselves. Um, and then, um, and then how to, how to, rem how to remedy it. Yeah. 
I love that. That's just what I was going to touch on too, because I think um, real estate agents don't need to be the experts at everything, but if you have a network of other experts that you can rely on um, to help your clients, then that's when you really are positioning yourself to be a leader in wellness real estate because you have this network of green professionals around you that no, most agents don't um, even know that they, <laughs> they can have access to. Right. And I'd like to be able to give the, the, the people, the real estate agents, tribes, mm -hmm. the tools to go out and do it themselves. And then mm -hmm. I'd like to consult with them on, on how to do it properly. And then if mm -hmm. they need help <clears throat> consulting about mitigation or remediation, that's, that's, that's what I love to do. So, um, so how do people find you, Michelle? They can find me on my website, designwellstudios.com. They can email me at michelle at designwellstudios.com. Um, or they can give me a call, 503-386-2003. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. We'll have you again. We'll have to talk about, for sure, EMFs. That's a whole episode. And we'll yeah. have to talk about biophilic design, too, because I love that. As well. For sure. No, any 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 topic. I'm I'm really happy. The the, mold, the whole main thing is environmental wellness. You know, yeah. I really come from that nature design science combination, and then how to shore up people's environments so they are beautiful, inspiring, and supportive. Yeah, you know, the other thing that you had mentioned to me a long time ago that just I mean, while we're wrapping this up, is that I remember you saying that this has been this is not anything new that we're bringing. And in fact, it's been um, a thing in the commercial uh, industry for a very long time. And you shared Probably with me- a very long time. I would say within the last 10 years. Yeah, but that's still kind of a long time. It's been true. <laughs> and even longer, because what was that study you were talking about in the hospital? Um, so, well, yeah, so, but it's not mainstream by any means, yeah. it's, but it's been, so 1984, um, Roger Ulrich did a study about the a patient in a hospital that um, two patients, one with a view of nature, one without a view of nature, who healed faster? Guess the one with a view of nature. Yeah. And there's all studies written about that. And um, but that's but just I just feel like even in like big corporate environments like Google and Microsoft, they're building these amazing uh, corporate offices that have more green in them that have more well, they've got carpeting that looks like you know the forest floor or whatnot and yeah, um, and they're trying to build like better food you know environments for everybody just so that if you're working a lot you can have a good work environment you know I, I worked for oracle corporation way back when and uh they're like we had a beautiful gym we had the most amazing food and but it was cubicles we were in cubicles and i um we had the fluorescent lights and I turned off my fluorescent lights. And when I was done and after working there for a couple of years, when I left, everybody's um, lights were out. They all <laughs> changed their own lights. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. And um, we will talk to you again shortly. I'm sure. I look forward to it. Sheila. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Okay. You too. Bye. Thanks. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Michelle Ifferson from DesignWell Studios. We kind of covered a lot, but I'm so glad you got to hear from her how important and easy it is to just to become aware of our environment. We all deserve to live in a home that is beautiful, inspiring, and supportive. So just to recap, she mentioned to set reminders so you don't forget about these important home maintenance items.
Each season, clean your gutters so you don't have any water damage around your home. Once a year, clean your window screens and check for mold. Don't use bleach, use natural mold cleaners like Time Oil. Change your air filters every quarter. When you have uh, your HVAC units checked, also have the ducts checked so that you know that you aren't sucking in anything unwanted into your home uh, and you're not paying to heat or air condition the attic. She also suggested that you get a humidity, humidity tester. Levels between 35 and 50 are a good range. Anything higher, you want to hire a professional to come figure out why, because high humidity levels promote mold growth. We also talked about sick building syndrome briefly and how important air quality is. So during your maintenance, um, doing your maintenance is a good thing, but also if you're doing any remodeling or buying products with, um, or let, let your contractors, don't let them use formaldehyde in their sealants because it can off gas in your home for 15 years. Lastly, she mentioned if you have sealed in your home with say new windows, check to see if you are still getting proper ventilation. A heat recovery ventilator, HRV, is something Michelle recommends that you look into. So if you're a real estate professional, feel free to use this episode for content that you can share on your social media. Set reminders so that you're reminding your clients to do these things and your clients will thank you for caring about their well-being. Next week, I've got a great episode with Kristen Jackson, a realtor and founder of Client Event Blueprint. For most agents, one of the biggest struggles we face is finding leads and getting new clients. Kristen struggled with this until she found a formula that worked, and she shares her formula with us on this next episode. If you've been in this business for any amount of time, you probably already know that throwing an open house party doesn't necessarily get you leads for clients. So what does? We'll dive into that next week, and Kristen has a freebie with 24 wellness event ideas that you could throw, guaranteed to deepen your relationships, help you stand out, and get more leads, and ultimately win you more clients. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you next week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you learned something new that will inspire you to think about your branding and how you can market yourself a little differently. If you enjoyed this episode, then you're going to love what I have for you because you don't need to wait to go get extra certifications or to grow and expand your network to get started attracting those new leads right now. You can simply begin by talking about wellness real estate trends and what you've learned on this podcast with others. I mean, this is pretty interesting stuff that no one has heard about, and I have all the tools that can make it even easier for you. Wellness Real Estate Magazine is a brand new wellness lifestyle magazine, and it's the only magazine that brings health and home together. We educate readers on industry trends and how to create a healthier home environment, written by industry experts around the country. And we have three covers to choose from, Wellness RE, Healthy Home, and Wellness at Home, so you can easily find one that aligns with your unique brand and messaging. These magazines are the perfect done-for-you tools that help you not only stay top of mind, but they educate and engage your audience, which positions you as an industry expert. Differentiate yourself and grow your brand the easy way. Learn more at HealthyHomeMedia.com.